Welcome to another edition of Len's Burning Bush. I am Len Harvey. Before I bring on my guest for the week, I want to talk about what's really burning my bush. So as of this airing, the NFL draft will be over soon. At least we hope it will, for the love of God. And like many high school graduations and long award shows, I wonder if we could ever cut time off of this event. It reminds me of the old soap operas when you see a woman visiting her husband in the hospital, and he happens to be in a coma. And she says, did you hear me, Phil? And maybe that ends the show and you come back six months later and they, you watch the same soap opera and she repeats, I said, did you hear me, Phil? This, they dragged this NFL draft on for three days now. And it's a full-blown miniseries. Day one is just the first round. I mean, for crying out loud, one day for the first round with every team getting 10 minutes in between picks. Day two, they do rounds two and three, and with the time down to seven minutes, and then they do wrap it up finally in day three with rounds four through seven with only four minutes between picks. I can never understand how people can go in person to these events only to sit there and wait hours only to be miserable most of the time because your team might not pick the guy that you want. I mean, you always get the wrong guy when you do it. Watching it on TV is just as bad, but at least you can nod off after you see your team uh, pick. There has to be a better way. I know they want to capitalize on TV ratings, but really, it's like the Labor Day weekend telethon back in the day with Jerry Lewis. By day two in the morning on Monday, they're all disheveled, and they got the ties all undone, and, you know, come on. Uh, you know, and even Mel Kuyper Jr.'s hair isn't as good on day three as well. Have all 32 teams just do the picking before the airing. Have the cards already done so you don't need to wait the 10 minutes in between picks. You can broadcast it later that night so it's done in one day. Plus, this way we could cut all the commentating on who they think is going to get picked because they never get it right anyway. Just leave Roger Goodell up there all night and give him all the cards already done, similar to the Oscars without the slap, of course. And at the end of the day, all anyone cares about is who your team's going to pick in each round. You could do that in a a two-hour show instead of three days. It's only seven rounds for crying out loud. And this year it's in Vegas, so at least you have the option to go to the casino already, but enough already. Next year, the 2023 draft is hitting Kansas City, so at least you'll be able to get some good barbecue. The only benefit to the draft is it ends all the months of mock drafts and all of the sports networks speculating on who will pick where and when, a pointless effort in futility in which they never get most of it right anyway. Who has three days to carve out to watch this crap, especially when you need to finish season four of Ozark, right? With that being said, it's time to bring on my guest for the week. He is the Senior Director of Transportation Mobility of New Jersey Department of Transportation. He is a friend of mine. We've worked together. Please welcome, for the first time, to Lens Burning Bush, the legendary Sal Cowan. And Sal, let me just uh, do this and put you on the big screen here. But The legendary. The legendary Sal Cowan. You know, my Metro days were special obviously as you as as you can see most of the guests have worked with me some somewhere along the line at metro right uh i mean either either metro or or across the river yes when i worked over shadow traffic before they changed 16 yeah. different names 
A- absolutely. It's just, uh, it, it, you know, it's fun, and I'm glad you're able to join because, uh, you know, we've been and – and, again, I apologize that I had to wait 108 episodes for you to get I'm on. waiting for my invitation, Lenny. <laughs> after, like, you had, after you had uh, 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 Cole Bryan, yeah. Carl Sambo, I mean, I was like, all right, maybe, maybe I'll get the call. It's like yeah. watching the draft. Exactly. I'm going to call one of these days. Well, maybe they'll pick me. You were, you were Mr. Uh, was that Mr. Irrelevant is the last pick or the draft, but no, you're not, you're not Mr. Irrelevant. Uh, but this draft thing, and I know, you know, we're all not sports fans like every, the way we used to be, yeah. but uh, totally. I mean, what is up with four, three days of this nonsense to pick it's, seven rounds? Know, I think you, you, you brought up a good point. They can do it. You said they could do it in two hours. I think they could probably do it in a minute per team. Yeah. And it would probably be as exciting. People would be glued. It'd be like that one big sponsor program where it's like, you know, PBS. Yeah. This this show, Masterpiece Theater, is brought to you by Exxon. And it's the whole show. And that's all you get. And then you get an Exxon ad at the end. They could probably do that. And it, and people will watch, right? It's, it's amazing what people will watch. But the NFL is like... For some reason, it's must-see TV. Everybody just loves it. They, they, they can't get enough of it. Now they got the USFL playing again. But it's not oh, the yeah. same way I remember it. But it's just the NFL draft is one of those things where you, you can just find out who they pick later. I mean, who it's is, not going to change. It's just, what, what's, what's the difference between USFL and, and I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a throwback here, Len. Yeah. Uh, arena football. Well, what's the difference? I love the arena, no arena football. There's no barn. You're not jumping over into the. You're not going to Iowa and playing the barnstormers. No, and, and you're not and going up to Albany. An old barn. <laughs> That's right. That yeah, was a great it, show, man. Well, the USFL. What they've done now is they're playing all the games in Birmingham, which I don't understand. That I guess they wanted to keep everything for the pandemic. I guess. What is there a big draw in Birmingham for the for the? For no, the that, well, they used to have a team that that was the the team in the USFL was they had a Birmingham okay. uh, team, but I mean they brought back all the old names of the teams, but you know New Jersey. I actually had season tickets for the Jersey Generals uh, back in the day, and uh, one of yeah one of our guests that have been on Angelo Fioris, he's doing some work for the USFL now, and it's uh, it's good stuff. I, I mean the problem is for me. The reason why the USFL succeeded, and we'll talk about other stuff, but the reason why the USFL succeeded back in the day when it did is they were able to get real NFL players because yeah. they paid them more. True. This True. is just a minor, like, you know, minor league or it's a little bit better. But arena football was fun. I mean, hell, Kurt Warner uh, got his gig with the Rams because of, uh, of the Barnstormers. Out of nowhere. I mean, we would watch. I remember we would go on the road. It would be uh, Scotty and Tina and Joe and I. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I had just started at Metro in what was that? 96, <clears throat> 96. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to Albany. I'm going to Iowa. We would we did LA. We did, uh, Miami. We did all these different places. It was phenomenal. Next thing you know, I mean, you're sitting there. I, I think, I, I think it was Iowa. The first, I don't have a dog, by the way. That's not no, my dog. No, that's, it's not my dog. I thought your dog doesn't, does your dog bite? <laughs> yeah, doesn't bite. Um, so we go, I remember the, one of the first games that we had at, um, what was it? It was the Continental Airlines Arena back then. Um, and one of the sponsors was a hot tub company. And uh, Governor Whitman was there. And they had a hot tub, like, field side. So arena football, you got, you know, every, everything's surrounded. You know, it's, got, it's just like a hockey rink. Everything is surrounded. It's a football field inside of a hockey rink. 
and they had a hot tub just outside of the uh, of the rink. And so they had a couple of um, what looked like uh, Hooters girls in the hot tub. And the guys around them kept giving them drinks and partying and everything like that. Eventually, word got back, you got to get the girls out of the hot tub. The hot tub's got to close right now. And it was just like, <laughs> what, what happened? And they're like, something didn't go right in the hot tub. So the hot tub is gone. And, and you didn't, that, it, was like a, it was like the first night and then it was gone. That was the end of that sponsorship deal. But those were some good times, yeah. man. I mean, I, I've, seen, I've seen places I probably would have never seen before without have, if I would have never done uh, arena football. It was, it, I saw the country. Really, yeah. it was great. I saw the country. Yeah, you did a, a great job with it. Um, I got to, you know, go along with that as well with Tina and John, yeah. yourself, and, and oh, Joe absolutely. Nolan. We had a we had a lot of fun fun doing it. And you know, you reminded me with the hot tub. It reminded me of uh, the scene from Back to School. He goes, "Hey, what's a bath without bubbles?" You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, uh, you know, it's it was got, a little bit more than a bath with bubbles. Right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, they were like. That's gotta go. <laughs> get rid of it. Get rid of it. I apologize for the dog barking. I decided it was a good idea to bring the dog downstairs. Hey, and it's your the, show, man. The dog can be a sidekick. Yeah, right. we got. See, we um, our our other dog had unfortunately passed away, and we we grabbed another rescue dog, and and this dog Ozzy, uh, like Ozzy Osbourne, um, is is a great dog, but he has uh, some moments. You know, he's he's a little bit rough around the edges, which uh, you would expect from a shelter dog. So. No, what kind of dog? What kind of breed? He's a, a mix of German Shepherd uh, mixed oh, with so Boxer. It's not, not a small dog. No, no, he's decent size. Yeah, he's about right. sixty pounds or something like that. Well, so. I mean, shepherd, shepherds can get pretty yeah, big. Yeah, I love German Shepherds. Yeah, I do too. I do too. We, we're we're big dog lovers, and we you know take in uh, dogs. And usually, if they can't survive, it's like the old Frank Sinatra song: "If you can make it here, you can make it anywhere." Well, if you can't make it here, you know, you can't make it. A- you can't make it a lens house. Oh, no, then you're not going to. calling you back. I'm sorry, but uh, yeah, that's why we always feel we feel we feel kind of bad. But uh, but anyway, it's just you know these these. Well, good for you for picking up shelter dogs, man. That's a that's a. That's, that's a my wife. Good. She's a Susan is a is a, a vet tech, and she's been an animal lover. I remember when we first got married. She, uh, I was working, I believe I started working overnights for the old, uh, and I had Del Gordio on. We used to okay. do uh, Sportsline nine seven six numbers in Jersey. And it wasn't okay. the porn, don't, you know. I remember the 976. Yeah, it was well, like, okay, I remember the, yeah. the, so the, I, the sports one too. Huh? Yeah, okay. I, I worked overnights and she wanted to have a dog. And we went to the Mawa, I guess, Ramapo Valley Shelter at the time. And we grabbed, uh, we called the Mozart was his name. And he was, go-kart Mozart was uh, uh, 15 maybe when he passed. He, 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 he lasted all the way through the move to Kentucky and, uh, wow. and then some. And then we uh, had another dog, Maisie. Uh, in Montana, we, we've we've gone through the the dog gamut. Uh, we we love we love the animals, so it's good stuff. And uh, so I mentioned about Ozark. I, I, now we've got season four again, and I'm starting to watch. I don't know if you it, it's already on Netflix. Uh, have you watched any of the of, of Ozark? So um so I, I have to admit I'm not an Ozark fan. I have a 14 year old daughter. I have an 11 year old son. Uh, my life revolves either around uh, Roblox or uh, it's this cartoon, crudely drawn cartoon, BFDI, Battle for Dream okay. Island, all these different kinds of stuff. You know, it, it's it's got to be like four or five o'clock in the morning when everyone else is asleep that I find out what is actually on in terms of, and not adult, adult TV, but like adult TV, like what I come on. I haven't gotten Ozark yet. No. Okay. Is it good? Yeah, no, it's fantastic. There's four seasons, and what they did is they – I did an episode on this too, to binge or not to binge, and what they did was they screwed okay. me up. They put – Part of season four, they released released it several months ago, 
Okay. And then I binged watched it. I thought I was done because the season was supposed to end or the series was supposed to end. But no, they 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 just you know dropped another um, I guess four to six episodes or eight episodes. So now uh, that started this weekend. So if they go you, back and watch the first parts of it again. No, they give you like um, they give you a recap. So it was enough okay. for me to to catch up because it wasn't. But normally, like here's a per, I don't know. Better Call Saul is one that I I liked. But I've okay. missed a few seasons, and I got to go back and watch. But it, it's like you forget that they've been off the air for like a year and a half or two years. It's too, it's too long. Yeah. It was like the Sopranos back in the day, where oh. they would be off for like eighteen months. You, you just, you, you have to go back and watch. That's a show that I've watched three times in its entirety. I think really the Sopranos. I love. The, I, I can't wow. get enough of it. Have you, you watched it? I, I, I've seen the Sopranos ad nauseum. Yeah, uh, and and because they filmed in Jersey. Um, I'm down here in central Jersey. I'm just yeah. north of Trenton, just south of Princeton. And um, what winds up happening is as I drive, I've got offices all over the state. And a lot of my guys that work on the field, you know, they're on the interstates. They're up in uh, North Jersey, central Jersey, south Jersey. So whenever I go up into that northern part of New Jersey over like the Hudson County over by Jersey City, Newark, Kearney, you know, there's one spot that I remember where Moltisanti, Chris Moltisanti, when he got shot. It was right yeah. underneath the Pulaski Skyway. I mean, you see that stuff and you're like, I know where that is. Yeah. I know. And, you know, I mean, you see these places and it's, it, it kind of gives you that, you know, it makes you reminisce like, oh, that was in my neighborhood. But I, the, the shows that I've been watching, man, what did I, what was the one that I really, really liked? Oh, uh, Sons of Anarchy. I could watch that over and over and over. That was on, uh, that was on FX though. That wasn't on Netflix, yeah. but Sons of Anarchy had some great actors. I mean, uh, uh, Peggy Bundy. Um, what's his name? Hellboy. I forgot. Yeah. Ron Perlman. Right. Um, uh, the guy who played Opie with the big long hair. I mean, he was in so many different things. There was something, if you remember the, uh, when you, when you start looking at, you know, people in the movies that, and the shows that you really like, and then they start showing the gigs that they used to have, like some of the stuff that, uh, uh, James Gandolfini did, he was in, Oh man, what was that uh, submarine or, or like a navy movie with Denzel Washington? Oh um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, like, I, and, and you think yeah. to yourself, you're like, "Holy crap, he was in that too!" Like I didn't. It, it doesn't click until no. you like you get those old well, clips. Like, hey, did you know that James Gandolfini was in yeah. this movie too? It's like, holy crap. Do you know what's kind of funny is my father-in-law, who's 93, God bless him, he lives with us, God bless and him. we sit and we'll watch uh, we'll watch some old TV shows. Like he like we you know. Uh, Kojak's been on and the Rockford oh. Files, and oh, and man. one of the things you know you look back at those shows and they pretty age pretty well. They're they're actually still pretty good. So you Macmillan watch the show. What what's they, that? Uh, so my, my dad, you know, my dad passed you know decades ago, but he taught me about Taxi, um, Mash, yeah. um, McMillan and Wife, um, uh, Hunter, Magnum PI, um, uh, Quincy MD. Oh. Yeah show quincy md i mean like odd couple um and then and then of course he'd be like you know i want to show you this show and he shows me benny hill and i'm just like (laughs) man that monty python when i mean when we were growing up you're talking netflix yeah i'm talking fx you know i don't know how many cable channels you have how many subscription oh we were growing up it was two four five seven nine eleven thirteen and then you had the twisty dial yep channel 68 21 Uh, 31, 40, yeah. well, uh, 40, what is it? 41 and 47, uh, Univision Telemundo. I think they're still, they were still on those dials. Yes. I think they still are. Um, and then you got all the way to 68 
and it was like U68, like the original like cable cable channel. Yeah, that was what Mecca Home Theater uh, back well, in. Mecco, that's what yeah. we had. Yes, we had, we had it, it too. Like Queen HBO. Yeah, they 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 showed the Islander games, and yep. then they also showed movies. I remember watching like uh, it was uh, the Blazing Styles, but they uh, actually had on Billy Crystal and Gregory Hines. And Running Scared was, was on that. I remember watching that on well, Mecca Home Theater. Everybody's like, what? we've just lost half the audience. But <laughs> I don't care. I love television. It's just, you know, older television. But I like watching the old shows. And you mentioned, like, Taxi. Uh, how brilliant was that? Because, like, Jim, I, I, I love uh, – I do an impression, obviously, of, of – uh, Jim McDetowski, Christopher Lloyd, uh, who later played in Back to the Future, but when he oh, was yeah. he was in Taxi, yeah. so Christopher Lloyd is one of those voices that you can always hear, and he always sounds like him, regardless of what other. Every once in a while, like you'll, he starts off normal, but then he always has that Jim McDetowski moment. It's like oh, yeah. Marty, one point twenty one gigawatts. But <laughs> so when he was in in Taxi, there was an episode, the funniest episode I have ever seen was the episode where he's taking his driving written test. That's it. Spoiler. <laughs> yeah, spoiler alert. Okay. So he goes and asks, so Alex, uh, Bobby, and uh, Elaine, and they were sitting at the table next to him. Yep. And he goes to, uh, he whispers, he goes, uh, what, what does a yellow light mean? And they say, slow down, Jim. Slow. And he goes, what oh, does? <laughs> but I mean, like, think if you think back, like someone who has maintained their ability to, to keep an audience, Danny DeVito. I mean, from Taxi way back when to the movies that he did. I mean, Batman that he did. Um, you know, he did Throw Mama from the Train. Great movie where. Uh, you oh, know, and you come see poop. <laughs> That's another. Yes. There was that. And and now in um, uh, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yes, he's very good in that too. But he he was oh great God. even in um, you remember he came on as a guest in Friends. He 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 was the he was the stripper. Um, <laughs> yeah, he played he played the male stripper. That that, you got to go back and watch that. He was the male. He's he's brilliant in everything he does. And he, you're he right. Really is. Uh, and and his, and and what I what I didn't know I didn't know until years later. When uh, when Taxi was on, Rhea Perlman was his wife. Yes, I didn't know that Rhea Perlman was his wife. Yeah, they the- were married for a long time. They oh, they yeah. they got divorced, I guess, in the last uh, you know ten fifteen years. But yeah, they were married a long time. Uh, they uh, they were together. But uh, you know, there was a lot of bit. You know, those characters in that show. I mean, even Carol Kane, who played Latka's wife, has been a. She played in a lot of things. Uh, yeah you know, uh, going on. But, you know, getting back to the original thought here, we're talking about Kojak. One we had the, an original thought a little I, while I, I had a thought, but I don't remember. But getting back to that, you know, the reason I brought it up is because you watch the shows and you see all the actors. You're like, I, I go ahead and I'll, uh, my Susan has a habit of, she'll look it up on IMDb, like, what episode is it? And well, I'm like, I know that that's such and such. And she goes, well, let me check. And sure enough, I'm right. You know, it's like that they played such and such and whatever. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. You know, because Kevin Dobson is on that show and he later went on to Knott's Landing fame. Uh, Then he was selling gold. And then then, of course, then there was Will Devane who was was selling the gold to the to people. Right. And you got Tom Selleck, who was in Magna P.I. Now he does Blue Bloods. He was in Friends. Oh, I mean, you know, and and 
you know, growing up, it was Hill Street Blues. Yeah. Or, you know, and I mean, you know, when we were growing up, growing up, it was Sunday night. It was cops. Yeah. Bad boys. What you, <laughs> I, that was the original, like, holy crow. This is like reality TV beyond the, the, the MTV beach houses. Of the, it's like, you know, cops is filmed. And I'm like, yeah. holy crap, they're going to get them. And it, it was like you'd watch it yeah. and it kept you. And, you know, I think now more and more you have. You know, it, it, for a while it was okay. The networks, and then it was okay. HBO is the place where everybody's going to go. Now they're all over the place. They're on Apple. They're on Netflix. They're on you know all these different platforms, and they're great shows. Oh, fantastic! Like, yeah. It's it's almost like a rebirth of television. Um, my wife is addicted to anything that's Viking or anything that's um, like Elizabethan England. Really. And That's something that I have no interest in at all. I, I mean, look, hey, the, the Viking for her. stuff is cool, but after a while, you know, you sit there and you're like, what are we going to watch? I, I go to the old favorites. I throw on the Marvel movies yeah. all the time. If, if I were to move this camera and show it all around, you'd see Star Wars memorabilia, Marvel memorabilia. I got my old – oh, I got it. Hold on. Here we okay, go. I'll put you on the big screen here. With my, my original Yoda oh. from when I was probably – what was that, nine – um, and my friends will probably, my friends who are watching this, they're probably thinking to myself, you got it out of the box, you idiot. Yeah. Um, I love this stuff. I played with the stuff out of the box. I had original stuff like that. And I, well, you had we to play had, with um, it. Yeah. When we were, when we were growing up, you know, I'm not originally from New Jersey. I'm originally from, from South Queens. Um, and you know, whenever we got these toys, you know, be running around, you'd be playing in people's backyards. But when I was like 11 or 12, you know, my friend Gasper and I, we'd take the train. We'd go into New York City. We'd take the A train, and the A train would take you right to Canal Street. And what did young boys like to buy on Canal Street right before the 4th of July? Yeah, fireworks. Oh, oh, fireworks. I can tell you – I can't tell you how many of my Star Wars toys got one arm, <laughs> one leg. We got a big hole in the chest. I was like, that's a blaster wound. My friend's like, you just ruined that toy oh. that you could have probably sold for like – college books or something like that years later <laughs> yeah it's it, it's the things we did i used to take baseball cards and put them on my oh, yeah. spokes in my bike and get the sound of it uh, and i also used to flip the cards when uh yep. they had the colors and you would match them and then people would take your car it was kind of a, a you know a fun thing to do we didn't we didn't realize in the 70s that uh that the cards would be worth anything until later on in the 80s where it was yep. that big boom of things and i've got them in my basement and now yep. they're worth nothing, right? I mean, right, worth- right over here. Yeah, Donruss Fleer. Yeah. Uh, uh, what was the other? What was Donruss? Upper Fleer. deck. Upper deck. Upper deck. Um, tops. Like, tops. That was the big one. Yeah. Tops. Uh, I, I don't know if it was Donruss tops or Fleer. It came with the 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 roofing shingle piece of gum. Yeah, that right? was tops. Tops was had top. the gum, and 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 what I loved is is buying the pack from. It's like you look years ago, and you would still try the gum, and it was it was Crap. pretty bad. Yeah. It was bad then, yeah. It, 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 it came out of some factory yeah. somewhere where they're like, what do you want to do with all the old asbestos, Jimmy? I don't know. Let's make some gum. <laughs> this is why I needed $7,000 worth of dental work because uh, I had start. the back don't in the even, day. Don't even start. We had um, the the Big League Chew. Yes. So my, fr- my friends and I, we'd go and we'd buy baseball cards. We'd flip them. But we were always looking for um, – Oh man, what was his name? Uh, I have Daryl Strawberry rookie card. Yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. Maybe I, I don't have Ken Griffey Jr. Ken Griffey Jr. was the one, if you remember, on the edge of the baseball yeah. bat 
there was something written on the bottom of the bat that made it like extra special. Um, home run. Were you with us when we were in Houston for the home run derby? Well, not when the home yeah. run derby. That whole year of baseball when uh, everybody was, you know, on some kind of medication and everybody's just slamming home runs. It was after the strike, I thought. Yeah, well, um, that was ni- 90. Uh, so the, uh, the baseball, 98 was the year that uh, Sosa and McGuire. McGuire uh, that's yeah. whose rookie card I have. Yeah, I have yeah. McGuire's rookie card. And. You know, we we play with them all the time. We yeah. have such a blast looking at these cards. Now they sit in in cellophane wraps underneath. You know, my uh, good housekeeping illustrated cookbook. <laughs> good good and housekeeping. My yeah. uh, our, uh, stories of our father's books on my shelf. That, um, but you know, it, look it, when you're younger. It, it, could you imagine if you had the money now that you spent on baseball cards oh. or stuff like that? You 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 you'd have a much better dartboard behind you. you'd I would. Like, I, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, it, the on-air sign would be brighter. It would. Yeah. You know. <laughs> <laughs> People that are watching on YouTube and Facebook and uh, Twitter are seeing that. But uh, it's uh, if you're listening on other platforms, make sure you check out the video as well. But yeah, it's uh, there's a lot of things that you look back at, and it, you, do you realize? You know, we talked about getting old, and it's it's okay. You know, we're. Yeah, realize right it happens the there's worse things that can happen absolutely there are worse things that life could do anyway uh 30 years ago the movie league of their own league of their own came out do you remember the movie there's, there's no, there's crying, no in, crying in baseball is that madonna <laughs> yeah um, uh, all of it john Rosie lovitz O'Donnell. is in it yeah rosie o'donnell tom hanks, tom hanks gina davis gina um davis. Yeah, it, all the people in there. Uh, Penny Marshall, unfortunately, the director has passed away. Yeah, but she was brilliant. She was absolutely. Didn't she do a lot of the? Uh, it was her. What was the? There was a whole slew of, uh, of television shows. Penny Marshall. Um, that was Laverne and Shirley, right? There's yeah. Happy Days. That whole genre generated so many people that went from camera to behind the camera. Ron Howard. Yeah. All those people. Well, but Gary, enough? Gary Marshall the, was was Penny's brother. And Gary created all of those TV shows and Happy Days, Mork and Mindy, uh, all of the shows that that kind of followed Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley uh, later on, and and certainly Brilliance uh, on that. Those were number one shows, uh, and he created back in those days. And, yeah, there there was a lot of good – like I said – Springboard for so many good actors. And, like, you know, down the road – as you look at it down the road, some of them – you know, some of them really continued. Jack Ritter – I remember when Jack Ritter passed, he must have passed in like the late 2000s or something like that. And he you mean John Ritter or John, John Ritter? Yeah, John, yeah, he died and unfortunately died in 2002, I believe. Yeah. Um, and he had, just started, he had just started a new show. Yeah, Eight Simple Rules right. for Dating My Daughter. Like, uh, like it was like a rebirth for him and so many of these people. I mean, th- there's such great shows out there. And like now, now I'm going to go back. I'm going to go. There's um, you know, probably I don't know which, which network it'll be on, like TBS or something like that, trying to find those shows. Yeah, well, the good part is now with your uh, your remote, if you've got a Roku TV, you could just search and it'll yeah. tell you what platform it's on and you could just find it. Because otherwise, you're sitting there for hours trying to – there's too many – like, here's the problem I have, okay? So uh, I'm going to give you another lens-burning bush moment here. So last night, I have the MLB uh, app through T-Mobile. I was okay. able to get – I got I pay for the – so I can watch the Yankees. Right. Um, so last night, I'm trying to watch the Yankees, and they're on Apple TV. Right, so I figured that because I'm an I'm an MLB subscriber, I could still get it. No, right. no, it wasn't on. So I'm paying all this money yeah. for everything. 
like between Hulu, Netflix, Google cable. Play, p- cable. cable right? Yeah, yeah. I still have I, I have Dish Network, but okay. Anyway, I have all this stuff, and I pay for all this stuff. I'm not asking you to give it to me for free, but the nope. money that I pay, I should be able to watch the Yankees if I want. And no, it's on Apple TV, which again. I'm not going to get another streaming service. I mean, I have probably yes, 10 already. Yes, you will. <laughs> I know. You'll, you'll figure out, <clears throat> you'll do the math like I did. What don't I need in my cable subscription yes. that I can now offset? Because this house, man, it's all about the cartoons. So we offset it with uh, Disney Plus. Yeah, I have Disney Plus. Um, the Amazon Prime. Got that too. You, you don't realize yeah. how quickly that it, I, I did my I do my taxes. I dump everything into a spreadsheet, right? And then you do file sort and everything like that. And I do file sort Amazon. It's got to be like 300 lines. And it's the Amazon uh, music. It's the, the Amazon TV. And then, you know, Christmas purchases, you know, uh, I don't know about you. I got a pool in the backyard. Yeah, so every I have year, a pool. Like, yep. You know, inflatables and, you know, barbecue grills. And, you know, I need new plastic chairs. I mean, they deliver. I, I'm surprised they haven't delivered cars to your house. You know, <laughs> Thank you. Place Click a button and you so, get a new uh, Hyundai or something. Here's like that. the funny story about that. So we have a neighborhood group page, which if you've ever been on a neighborhood group page on Facebook, it's oh, it's, it's it's a nightmare most of the time. Most but, of the time, it's people complaining. Yeah, that's all they do, right? Yeah. Well, one of the things that gets that happens on the group page is my Amazon package, whatever, uh, didn't come, or it says it was delivered, and such and such. And here's the problem: you got all these people ordering crap; they don't even know what the hell's coming. Nope, they don't. And, and they just put I it don't. in their garage, right? It gets put in the garage, and who knows? We might have six six years from now, we might find that package that the person was looking for. Uh, it, it's just we're at a point now where it's getting out of control, right? You don't even know. Like I get a package. We get a package at our house almost yeah. every day because my wife's ordering something is getting ordered, right? I don't love to. I like to go to the store still. Yeah. Uh, I do order some stuff online. Don't get me do wrong. Do, I'm not, she, do you guys do the food? Do you uh, what is it, Instacart or any of that stuff? You do uh, we do. Sometimes we do the cart. Okay. But he actually started to get meat delivered. Uh, oh, we did the good uh, chops. Good chops. Which, was that the um, the oh man? What was it called? Because I found them during the pandemic. Because you know everybody started buying yeah. as much stuff as they could. There was a, a steak. Oh, what was the name of the company? I still get mail from them. They Omaha me- steak or is it? Oh, steaks, that was it. Yeah. You you turn around and be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have uh, potatoes or gratin tonight and yeah. steak bacon. Meanwhile, it's like I never eat like this. No, <laughs> well, you know, you're in the middle of a pandemic, and it's like, how do you want your bacon filled meat? And you're oh, like, you're like I'm chicken and potatoes. No, I love it. we. So Good Chop is actually very good, and and I we I order a lot of New York state New York strip steaks, and uh, it's uh, you got the get the big box, and it's about two hundred bucks, I guess, but it's not it's not cheap, but. Yeah. You get a lot of good – the quality is fantastic. We grill them up, and yeah. I got to be honest, uh, you know, you don't have to – you could su- uh, subscribe anytime. Like, you can pick it up because I okay. had it for a few months, and then I said, ah, I don't I've, – I've, I've pretty much uh, maxed out. Like, I don't need it every month. But yeah. now um, I'll probably reorder in the summer uh, because, you know, at the pool we grill out a lot. So you, you grab a couple of – nothing nothing li- – and, and they have pork chops and chicken and all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So – I like when it. I had um, when we did the Omaha steaks, um, the thing, you know, the food was great. It was great that it was available. Um, you notice that more and more people started recognizing like, OK, I'm not going to get in the store. So they're all finding the various places. It's like it's like, you know, when nobody could find toilet paper, it's like I started buying it at Staples because people didn't think toilet paper and Staples. Right. Like they, they didn't put two and two together. 
But the thing that bugged me the most, and it's such a petty little thing about Omaha steaks, was the gigantic styrofoam box that these things come. Oh, and I'm like, I'm like, I, I can make like a house in the garage with all these styrofoam containers. And I'm like, okay. Hey. So I, I drew, I drew eyes on them once, so that it looked like these big eyes were in the. You know garage. what those styrofoam uh, coolers? Cooler, they good and for coolers. coolers. Yeah, they can. Oh, yeah. Throw some ice in it, and you got uh, just put some beer at the. We bought a Tommy Bahama, uh, Tommy Bahama cooler uh-huh. for our deck, nice. and for the for the summer months, we we roll it out there. We right. put ice in it, and we have our drinks, and then we take like a smaller cooler to the side of the pool. So it's right. like you know you got your own bar set up, and uh, right. you can you know drink and whatever. And we had, at, when yeah, we, when we were kids, when when the kids were a lot younger, yeah. they don't want this now. But we used to get it was like an inflatable pool. So it was a pool. Right. And in the middle of it was like a palm tree. And so what we used to do was we'd fill the pool with water, fill the pool with because you can't, can't if, if anybody knows anything about, you know, trying to keep drinks cool. My dad taught me this. He's like, you know, when you're a bartender, you got to keep the drinks cold. You got to keep the beers cold. Don't just put ice. Just ice doesn't do no. it. Ice and water. And I'm like, okay, ice and water. So I take the, the the juicy juice or the little mots or the little things like that, and I throw them into the pool, like three cases of them, throw them in the pool, pull, put the, the run the hose, because the hose was good for me, it's good for them. You know? Yeah, it, absolutely. Um, and then just bags and bags of ice. And that stuff would stay cold till like the next day. Oh, I know. And you reach in, and, and I always had to realize – I can't put the beer in the same inflatable toy pool that no. I keep the juicy juice. You know, I see my son, Sean, walking around. Yeah, hey, <laughs> Yeah, we start promoting that. I remember my son was four. Uh, yeah. I had um, John Sterling as the Yankee announcer. I don't know if you know yeah. him. He does the, the Yankees, yeah. right? So, does he do the little, does he do the little, yeah, uh, yeah pretty much. <laughs> well, what happened was a friend of mine bought me a Yankee bottle opener that every time you opened up, a drink, oh. it would say, the, it's high, it is far, it is gone, the world, you know. And so my f- son loved to hear this. Uh, so Daddy, take another. Yeah. Daddy, take another. He would go, like, I can't drink I, any more beer. Four yeah. years old, he's opening up the bottle of beer for oh. me. You know. Oh, yeah. That's, that's when you a, were. So let me ask you a question. When you were, you know, when, you, when, you, when your kids were younger, I know we're, we're talking not too many years ago. Yeah, no, a few years um, but um, I remember uh, when my daughter got christened, uh, there, was a ho- there was a restaurant right across the street from the church. And so she was out, totally out cold. So I was drinking. I remember I, I had the picture. So I had an Amstel. And I'm like, eh, it's her party too. And it was empty. I'd finish the Amstel. I'd take the Amstel. i lay it on top of her. And so she's in the little, the little carrier <laughs> thingy that you, that you snap into the car. And so my daughter's just like this. And there's a big Amstel bottle like right oh, on that's like pictures of, of us growing up. Yeah. You know, where where like our grandparents in like the seventies are like, here, let's watch him take a smoke. Yeah. Here we go. Let's smoke the cigarette, little kid. You gotta you gotta smoke yeah. it. Speaking of put M and M's on little kids' heads as they're sleeping, like make fun of them. We'd we'd make them talk like little marionettes, move their lips to songs. Yeah. Those were fun, man. Well, were really fun. I always talk about things and you know, getting older and all this stuff. I always talk, you know. Uh, unfortunately, we, you know, you have to, you born, you have a born on date and an end date. And my end date, I want a basically a, a four, what was it, five dollar, ten dollar cover and a four drink minimum at my my facility. So apparently, there's a grandma now. I don't know if you've seen this. She's on TikTok. Her name is Lillian Droniak. She's mm-hmm. ninety two years old. She's known. Um, she's got uh, you know basically talking about 
She doesn't want excessive crying. Uh, that that's not going to be tolerated at her funeral. Now she doesn't think she's going to go anytime soon, but she okay. shares videos uh, on TikTok, her life dating and bingo. Of course, you know, got to love bingo. Um, but she talks about the three simple demands uh, of of her funeral. It won't be anytime soon, but don't forget it. She captioned the clip, which now has about thirty one million views. You can't you you can cry, but you can't cry too much. And she okay. doesn't want anybody to make a fool of her for themselves. But I, I think it's great that she's uh, she's having you know a TikTok account at ninety two. God bless. Right? You know what? I I don't have it. I, and it was funny, you know, when when you when you were reaching out to me, like you know, hey, you know, if you've got social media, yeah. if you want to tell your friends that you're going to be on the show, I was like, I was like, great. I got I got a work Facebook account. I got a, a yeah. private Facebook account. I got a LinkedIn. I got a, a Instagram. I haven't stepped foot in the TikTok world. No. It it, it kind of. I'm gonna all right. The, the old man, it kind of scares me, Lenny. I tell you, I don't know what the ticky talkie's gonna do. So I'm like, you know, I, I, it's video, right? Yeah. And it, it, it and and you know, some of the ones I watch are hysterical, right? It's just like, you know, it was at this moment he knew he messed up, and then something ridiculously wrong. Goes. It's like, it's basically jackass just all day. That's <laughs> well, what that's it my is. life. I don't need TikTok. Then. No, we don't need. We can watch the movie Jackass or do whatever. But anyway, you know, we could sit here and talk all day. It's been it's been a pleasure. But you can like Lens Burning Bush on Facebook at Lens Burning Bush. You could follow along at Lens Burning Bush on Twitter, YouTube channel, uh, Len Harvey and Lens Burning Bush. It's under there. You can listen on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, iHeartRadio. Alexa, you can even ask Alexa to say, "Hey, play." I'll do it. It'll Len- all go off. It'll go, go off. Go I got four of them. They'll all go off. Play Lens Burning Bush podcast, and they will do that. But say podcast because when you just say Lens Burning Bush, we don't know what's going to happen. And you're watching uh, live on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. You can watch all of all of the episodes and take a look at that. Uh, I wanted to play this a little bit more for you. I don't know if you, you, you liked uh, the theme song, but thanks to uh, the band Blue Jelly, who's friends of yeah. mine in northern Kentucky, they are uh, playing this. They came up with this. Jim, Jimmy Beaton Bender and uh, the guys over at Blue Jelly. It's uh, it's it, it's classic. Uh, the hey, man, you song. get your own theme song. What could be better than that? I mean, come on, they're a great band and they do a good job. But it's uh, it's you a, should play it every time you walk in the office or whenever yeah. you come home. There should be like a chi- like a chime in the deli every time you walk in. Well. Well, another one they did for me about a year ago is uh, they did "How Can We Sleep When Lens Bush Is Burning," a little midnight oil, uh, right? That that was the other one. So they, they did a, They're a great band. Check them out in the in the northern Kentucky area. Well, Sal Cowan, it has been an ultimate pleasure. Uh, you know you. You are a treasure, and keep it going. You'll have you on again, uh, maybe Please. episode 250. I don't know. I'm yeah, just I was going to say, we need to wait another 108 <laughs> episodes. We need 108 episodes. I cannot believe it. Thanks to Sal Cowan. Thanks to my band, Blue Jelly. Look at this. I've, it's like we're, we're the Tonight Show now. i got a band. <laughs> yeah, we'll just keep playing it. it you just, play me off? Yeah. Is that what you're doing? Took yeah. me 108. Yeah. Now you're going to play me off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's, it's great. Uh, I appreciate everybody. Uh, thanks to them for my theme song. I'm Len Harvey. We'll be back with another episode of Len's Burning Bush next week. So long.